Welcome to Televis Goodness. What musical instrument is found in the bathroom? What? A tuba toothpaste. A tuba toothpaste. That's our oldest son, John Hudson. He brings a lot of laughter into our home. But his life has also taken us on a unique journey of seeing God's goodness even when things aren't good. In season one, we heard of God's goodness and salvation. But can we continue to tell of God's goodness even in the midst of trials? I'm your host, Carrie Stafford. In 2016, John Hudson was diagnosed with a severe heart defect. As I retell our story through my journals, prayers, and letters, my hope is that you will join me in saying yes, even in the midst of my trials. God is good. Episode 37 of Season 2, Home, Hospital, Withdrawals. July 31st, 2017, Sunday morning. We came home from the hospital yesterday. For me, it was a mixture of thankfulness, but also gearing up for a potentially difficult transition. We've been home a little less than 24 hours, and it has been extremely difficult. John Hudson seems to be very uncomfortable and wakes up often screaming and screaming. We also have the oxygen machine and tubes that we are learning to figure out. The tubing only lets you go so far from the oxygen machine. It's pretty tricky, but you are helping me so much. You taught me so much during the three weeks he was home before his second surgery, mostly that I'm incredibly needy for your grace to help me and that I can call to you for help at any time. And I can trust you've planned out every detail of the day for your glory and for my good. I was reading Psalm 16 yesterday and asking myself if I believed that I had a beautiful inheritance right as the doctors came in to tell me about needing to go home on oxygen. Talk about testing. But I do believe. Help me, Lord, in my unbelief. Thank you for letting us come home on the weekend so that Nick could be with me yesterday and today. Teach me to be content in all things. This season, weeks, or months could consist of me being at home with a crying, needy baby. Please help my joy and contentment be found in you alone. The ESV commentary for Psalm 16 says, This song promotes contentment with the arrangements of one's life, seeing them as providentially ordered. Later that same day, 9 p.m., we went to the emergency room around 2 p.m. We knew something wasn't right with John Hudson. We now know he is struggling from withdrawals from his pain medication, pale, sweating, constant crying. They sent us home with the medicine and a plan to slowly withdraw the amount of pain meds so that he wouldn't continue experiencing these horrible side effects. I just read Psalm 17, and I am reminded that my joy will not be found in John Hudson having a good night or day tomorrow, 
but in beholding your face and being satisfied with your likeness. Psalm 17 verse 15, As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with your likeness. Two days later, Tuesday, August 2nd, 2016. We went in to John Hudson's follow-up appointment this morning, and we all decided it best to readmit him back into the hospital to run some tests just to make sure he is okay. Psalm 18, verse 6. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Remind me today that you hear me. Psalm 18, verse 19. The Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Psalm 18, verse 46. The Lord lives and blessed be my rock. August 3rd, 2016, Wednesday. Oh, Father, how I need you. Please keep watching over John Hudson and give me strength, the strength I need to trust you in this difficult season. And I want to ask beyond just the help me survive prayer and ask you to help me to see, to see Jesus and his humility, love, and help towards me to see what it means that I've been given every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, that I have a God who knows me and sees me and helps me. I love you, Lord. I was remembering Psalm 18, verse 19, how you will bring me to a broad place and rescue me because of the delight you have in me. As I thought about the words broad place, My mind went to Nick, John Hudson, and me in the mountains or at the Grand Canyons with no more worries of John Hudson's health. My heart yearns for this, but then you reminded me of something far greater. My broad place will never be found in this life. I may get glimpses of it, but complete rest and joy and satisfaction will only be found in your presence in the life to come. This world is not my home, and no matter how cozy I make my house or how beautiful and peaceful of a vacation I go on, it will never come close to when I finally make it to my true home where I am with you and all is made right. So while I'm here on this earth, Help me not to search for my broad place in any person, place, or thing other than you. Seeking you through your word, prayer, and fellowship by your spirit is where I find my joy, peace, comfort, and satisfaction. Praise you that because of my great high priest, Jesus, I have constant access to you. You are good. What comes to your mind when you hear the phrase broad place? 
Do you picture a recent vacation you went on, a beautiful field or a meadow that you pass on your daily drive, maybe a lake or the beach? Or maybe it's more of a feeling for you, that feeling of no responsibilities, flashbacks to studying abroad in Spain for me here. You're like wide open to go and to do as you please. I think for me, it was a bit of both of these things until I was confronted with Psalm 18, verse 19, during this particular season. When you read Psalm 18, you see David rejoicing in God as his strength and savior who victoriously delivers him from the grip of his enemy and sets him in a broad place. Do you, Christian, rejoice in the fact that God has done this for you Ephesians 2 tells us that we were dead in our sins. And in 2 Timothy 2 verse 26, Paul describes unbelievers as those who are ensnared by the devil, being captured by him to do his will. We were once ensnared by the enemy, and we ourselves were God's enemy. But like Ephesians 2 says, God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved. Colossians 1, 13 through 14 tells us that God has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved son, in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. No matter what your earthly external circumstances may be or what hard days you might face in the future, we have been set in a broad place. We have been graciously transferred into Christ's kingdom. We have Christ living inside of us by the Holy Spirit, empowering us to have victory over sin, joy in the midst of sorrow, and hope, the hope of eternal life with God, where there will be no more tears, no more pain, sorrow, or death, only fullness of joy. What a gift. What a broad place. And I think one of the most glorious testimonies to the goodness of God is when someone is in a place or a situation that people would not consider a broad place in the world's eyes, yet they are filled with peace and with joy. When I read testimonies of Richard Wormbrand, he's the founder of Voice of the Martyrs, who was in a communist prison in Russia for 14 years, with three of those years being in solitary confinement and torture. Or Johnny Erickson Tata, who has been confined to a wheelchair with quadriplegia for over 55 years. The phrase broad place doesn't usually come to our minds when we consider those situations. Yet, Both of those believers, they talk about the goodness and nearness of God in the midst of their darkest days and how they were filled with hope of the promises of God. They testify to me and remind me that God has set me in a broad place. Maybe you've been striving recently to find your rest and contentment in earthly circumstances. May this episode lift your gaze to behold Christ 
and the broad place in which you've been set in Him. And at the end of my life, when they ask me why I was different, I will testify with all my mind that I was loved.